In a world of magic, mythical heroes, savage beasts, and servants of the dark powers, one couple will regale us of the tales of their journeys through the mortal realms. Coming this season to a path of glory near you, this is the Dudes of Sigmar. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. Hey dude, can we chat? Can we chat from the traditional territories of the Clay Lake today? You bet we can. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if people can guess what we're going to talk about tonight. Cake or death. So we didn't get to record while we were at the event because as we described the event, it was very busy and a lot of fun. And we just didn't have time. But uh, we'll, give you, we'll give you a play-by-play of the whole weekend in our podcast. Yeah, we had talked about it a couple times and um, it was, Dale had very graciously set the room up for us. Uh, but in the end, there was just too much stuff going on. Um, in between the breaks, we had to run and grab a bite to eat. And I just kind of wanted to be with all my friends hanging out rather than locked in a way, chatting in a room, chatting with one or two people. So in the end, we made the call just to go that way. And, um, but like Roma said, we're, we're going to talk all about it. So we'll almo- it'll almost be as good. Which means today is the day we'll be announcing the winner of the What Was Your Favorite episode. Yes, we do have to do that today. Do we yes. want to start we'll with that? Or end. With, yeah, Let's do it at the with end. Okay, sounds good. Make people listen to the whole... I guess they can just scroll through okay. to the end. But. So after the event, I was reflecting on it. And there were so many parts to the event that didn't even involve the games. <laughs> it was so amazing. It was so wonderful to see so many people, to reconnect with people we'd met at LVO, with the Warp Dice group. It was so nice to meet new people. It was such an amazing event. That's just it. Um, the highlights for me was certainly the opportunity to hang out again with, uh, as you say, the Warp Dice folks, who I think we really got to know quite a bit. I felt like we really consolidated. Yes, I agree. Uh, plus, we met some new people, met, uh, met some people who had been listening to the podcast and they'd said oh it's neat to put a name to a face or a face to a name i guess so yeah or face to a voice i think you said a face to a voice and talk about that all that too (laughs) yes yeah it was hanging out with people Mm -hmm. laughing um you know i just had some great laughs while i was there and the cakes oh Oh my goodness the the cakes were absolutely beautiful like there was a tree a sylvaneth tree there was um a seraphon uh ziggurat Yes. Cake, yeah. There was that, the cat, there was... Was there a sphinx? Yes. Really? I didn't see that one. There was a, I know there was a merciless blizzard cake. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, yeah. Was There was the skull cake. For yes, the, for Blades of Corn. There was so much cake there. There were so many cakes. And the best part of all of those beautiful cakes was we got to eat them. <laughs> Yes. And they were all delicious. I seriously had cake that day, cake for breakfast the next day, little cake at lunch. <laughs> it was like we, we had a lot of cake. I just had the one. I had the Seraphon cake, which was very tasty. A chocolate raspberry, I believe. Yep. There was... I love baking, and I have to say I was quite impressed with the bakers. Yeah, some people, yes. yeah. Like, it was... And not just, of course, the baking, but the decorating and the whole making it tying into the Age of Sigmar theme. Yeah, phenomenal work, everybody. And the event space, um, Dale had, I mean, it was such an amazing event That was cool. I I mean, I've been to a couple venues for events and, you know, 
uh, people just sort of pull together what they can. But Dale pulled together a really kind of unique space. It had some really nice amenities, tons of room, tons of space. Specialty coffee machine that yeah. grinds your beans right there for you. Yeah, that you. was pretty swanky. <laughs> yes, that was I'm pretty swanky, yes. And the bathrooms, they were clean. They were... Like everything, it was so perfect. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better yeah. venue, and so I gather it's so happening there again next year potentially. Yes, so so excited about that. Um, the yeah, and the armies. Oh my gosh, did we talk about how beautiful the display boards were? Oh yeah, that Nurgle one. Y oh my goodness. Yeah, the guy he won um, Player's Choice for Best Painted Army, and then I didn't get his name, but it was like this phenomenal. Uh, a Nurgle army, the great unclean one was skating on a on a board of Nurglings. Yeah, it um, was. There was this gigantic Magine in the center of the table with this big nasty tongue. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then Des won yes. with his um, for judge's choice. Yes, beautiful for army. Painted army. Yeah. Yes. So Des played what um, his are the cities of cities Sigmar. Of elves. The, the elves of Sigmar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful army. So. Um, Oh my goodness, what an amazing event. Um, I will, you know, from when we got there, we played the three games, and then that night we went out and did some socializing. Yep, shenanigans were had. Yes, and then the next day we had the two games, and then all the awards after. Oh my goodness, it was so amazing. So I will just go ahead and start if yeah, that's tell us okay. what you tell us what your right. games. So. My first game was, of course. Do you want to say how you did overall, or are you going to sum that up at the end? Um, maybe I'll say how I did overall. Okay, how'd you do overall? Overall, I won three games. Yep. I lost two games, but one of the losses was a minor loss because we we tied, but I yep. didn't get a battle tactic. So, and I placed twelfth. So twelfth out of what sixty three or something? Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I and had amazing games. And you were top of the three and two. Yes, yep. I was, and, and I won a prize. for which you won a prize, yeah, a box prize. of ogres. Yes, I. <laughs> it's funny once you hear who I played, and what armies I played against. The fact that I would uh, pick out a box of ogre maw tribes um, as my prize was pretty funny. Um, the games were amazing. I did well. I was. Um, there were so many key points that happened in each game. I'm not going to go into details. I'll just talk about what the the plan was, who I played the army and just maybe one little highlight from strokes. each game. Sure. Yeah. So my first opponent was Thomas Backey and he's from Warp Dice and he was playing OBR and I've never played against OBR before. Mm, no, you haven't. We we talked about that how you haven't yes, seen Yes, we have. Guys, yeah. Great game. We started a bit late. It was it was a great learning game for me. It was so much fun. Uh, I did lose the game. Um, highlights in that game were we we did talk through the last two turns. Um, I I didn't realize how hard that unit of four. I forget what they're called. Were they the flying skeleton looking guys? Yes, they hit hard. <laughs> that was <laughs> that's my all I gotta say. Sort of takeaway when I played Nicholas's OBR was they just hit so bloody hard. But you know what though? After playing, I've. I've kind of figured out how I need to play my Stormcast list against an OBR army. So it was great learning. And I, I took from that on what I need to not do and what I need to do. So that was that was great. I, that was such a fun game. 
And Thomas actually got the, he was nominated. Did he win the Dude Award? He won the Dude Award, oh, yes. for the most memorable, sort of, Fun. the person who made the event the most memorable for you. Yeah. So people, um, yeah, so congrats to Thomas. Yeah, it was Tommy. Well, they call him Tommy. <laughs> congrats, Tommy. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah, that was that like. was great. And then, so after I lost that game, uh, you know, we're chatting with our group, and I thought, oh, my gosh, what if we play against each other, like someone within our own Northern Ways Alliance group? Well, because we had spent so much time trying to line up the team names, so we didn't have to do that. Right, but game two, it's all, anybody yeah, yep, can play yep, against all each bets, other. bets are off on game so two. Guess who I'm teamed up against for uh, Connor? No, <laughs> Des. Des oh, and I. He's a Sigmar himself. Yes. So Des and I had played before, and he won. And then we played again, and I won. And then we played again with his city's army, and I lost. And so we're like, ooh, we have to have a grudge match. So anyways, we didn't realize our grudge match was going to be at Cake or Death. <laughs> I was so happy I was playing Des because he's so much fun, and he. He fixes my army and paints and paints yeah, my no, army. <laughs> yes. So did um, he cringe as you kept snapping stuff off while you were playing? He just said, "Don't worry, Roma. We'll fi I'll fix it for you." He <laughs> broke a tail off a of fulminator. Yes, I, I don't no know how that how happened. That. I you noticed it. A tail. I know. I noticed it in my third game, and I'm like, "Oh my god, my fulminator's tail is gone," and then his sword was gone. And I knew about the sword, but I didn't know about his tail. So, anyways, we couldn't find his tail this. anywhere. But Des said that he will fix it for me, and if anyone can do it, it's Des. So, the game with Des. Oh my goodness. This was probably the most epic game I think I've ever had. The reason I say that is I was going to say what makes you say that? That's okay. a bold statement. Okay. So we started playing Geomantic Pulse and he took out. So I had priority and then I had the opportunity to have the double turn. No, he went um I went first turn two. I should have given him the double turn. Should have let him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I should have let him go first. So I could have picked the pulse. Yeah. Is what I was thinking at that oh, moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I thought, oh, my goodness, because I had a unit of sequiturs on each side. But he had really put a lot of his units kind of in the middle and towards one end. Mm -hmm. And so me, I'm just like, oh, no, oh, it's hard to give that up. So anyways. Um, I took priority. In turn two? Yeah, to not okay. give him the double turn. So I went first, and then he went second. Then I went first, because at that moment, I thought I can get my Draculines, Cripborn, everyone on that pulse, and then move my way across. And then I had my Fulminators coming through the center. I mean, yeah, you don't fly 18 inches or anything, but you're still pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I get there, and... I'm about to charge his Dark Knights, and I get the charge. With and what? With my Draculines. Okay. And so I've got Cripborn. I've got my um, one of my Griff Chargers, the pretty one, the bait. The bait charger? Yes, and my Draculines. And I make the charge. And it wasn't like a nine-inch charge or anything. I mean, I was there. And then he countercharged with one of his orders oh and brought yeah. 20 knights in. So, so did he now take the command core? He must have. Yeah. Because it's the command so core. So he took that. over that uh, the pulse. Yeah. So I did not score very well on turn two. So turn one, we both had our three points. Turn two, I only scored three points um, because all I got was my battle tactic and one objective, which was on the other side of the board <laughs> where my sequiturs were. That's tough to come back from. So 
to make a long story short, he killed Cripborn, he killed the Dracolines, he killed my Fulminators. They were all off the board by the end of turn two. Going so turn three, I probably lost the Fulminators. I think turn three, but turn so three. Would you have ten sequiturs left? Ten sequiturs, two Griff Chargers, and my Quester. Oh, okay, okay? Yep. that's all I had left. Yep. And it just so happened that the Quester were amazing because they did count as three each on an objective. Oh. So I was able to drop oh, those yeah, okay. because it's a geomantic pulse, yeah, right? right? So or whatever. 13. I, uh, as everyone's walking by, they're like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, yeah, I'm just rolling dice. <laughs> I'm kind of done here, but I have to see this game to the end. I have to see how many points I can possibly get. I'm just rolling dice. And it just so happened that the way Des was set up, he couldn't get to the other objectives as the pulse was moving. And I was able to score quite a few points because I had control of the pulse and the um, adjacents yeah. and an objective. And I got my battle tactics and I ended up winning. I <laughs> did not think at all that that was possible. And then I started reflecting on that and I thought, isn't that a good strategy? To not... Not losing? No, <laughs> no. The pulse. You know how you pick the pulse and you always want to go where... You think you have. So had I put the pulse on the other end. So you're saying you want to pick the pulse so it comes to you and not so that you're chasing it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that that kind of worked for me in in that way, but it was. Yeah. Kevin was the guy I played on the pulse. Oh, okay. But oh my goodness. Like I won. I was surprised. I was over the moon. I was shocked. I was. It was an epic game, so okay. thank you, Des. So we're 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 two games in and a third of the way through. Yeah. <laughs> well, the third one. So <laughs> then I played against Carson. Oh yes, Carson Whitlock, game. number four in the world. How'd that go? Oh my goodness! So Ogre Maw Tribes is what he was playing. I just for which he is somewhat famous. Yes. Yes, yes, he is. He is so much fun. He's so nice. That's why I'm like these games are so amazing. Um. And my first thought was, oh, my gosh, I should just shake his hand and say congratulations on the win. And let's just have fun or <laughs> that's it. And we played and and I won. And the uh, there was a moment in there for me where he had a battle tactic where he had to keep his ogres out of combat. So, of course, you go he in, he's going to kill something. Yeah. And I happen to have a Griff Charger there, my Griff Charger, who has um, etheric swiftness, which means that he can pile in six inches. And I didn't think of all of this at that time. This was all just happening. and Unfolding in real time. It was unfolding in real time. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's already fought, so he can't fight again. So my Griff Charger. So I'm just going to pile that six-inch Griff Charger Exactly. Rob him. And I did. And that was a moment. And, you know, we had a moment where, you know, it was either he fights with the um, the stone horn yep. or his ogres. Oh, yeah, he does have a stone horn because someone yeah. just took a stone horn hand. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And he ended up killing Cripborn because he fought with stone horn. And, yeah, that, that stone horn does a lot of damage. But yes, he'd already taken does. a lot from the comet as well. It would have one-punched. It's a 
Yeah. It's a big bad stone horn, that yeah. one. But when he one-punched Cripworn, Cripworn blew up, and Cripworn did a bit more damage so that the Fulminators were actually able to kill him. My two Oof. Fulminators, yeah. who didn't even charge in. That's So, you know, Crypti, yeah, he... he I rolled a few sixes for that one. And then the Dracolines did kill that ogre unit. And so, yeah, those were, that was the moment of the game, actually. And then denying that battle tactic was was something for me, I think, with that whole thinking piece that, oh, my goodness, I can do that. And not just thinking about what battle tactic am I going to get, but, oh, I can actually deny one. Yeah, that's so important. Um, you know, when you look for those opportunities to pile in, pile out, do whatever you got to do to your opponent they don't seem to come up that often for me but it's so sweet when you can pull it off yes so my list was two griff chargers cripborn i had two units of sequiturs fulminators six draclines and the comet and and the quester and you know in each game you know either cripborn was sean or it was the quester or it was the Draclines, like it was... Um, it wasn't just the Crutch Kitties the whole tournament? No, it huh. wasn't. The Crutch Kitties were gone, actually, a few times. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, it was a great game, and, you know, Dale came up, and he's like, you beat Carson, that's a huge deal. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, no kidding. I was just, yeah. It was, um, I think I couldn't stop smiling. I was so happy. Nope. On the ride home in the uh, Uber that night, you were just... Yeah, great. Carson, you're quite famous. I, I talked about that game quite a bit. <laughs> And everyone I told, they're like, oh, my God, you beat Carson? And I was like, oh, my goodness, yes, yes. So that was a huge deal for me. That that was really, that was an amazing game. He's, uh, I can see why he is where he's at. And um, I would have been neat to see that up front. Just yeah. To see. God, he's, so, he's such a, just an unflappable dude. Yes. And, you know, he was that gambling guy in Vegas. And, you oh, know, yeah, rolling that's right. I remember On that. the primals. Yeah. And I think I did a bit of that. This time, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to roll. <laughs> if I get a primal miscast, well, what are you going to do? So anyways, amazing game. So that was... Um, game three? Yes. So now day two. So that night, you know, like I said, we had a lot of fun. We all oh went, yeah, to we went to the pub. We all hung out. It was Gastro such a blast. Pepper, whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, that was so much fun. The socializing and shenanigans and... Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have liked to have chat a little bit. Oh, one of the guys there, Darren, showed us his amazing game room. We're still going to check that out sometime. I uh, met his wife, who tried to poison me the next day. Uh, that was quite the story. Oh, did you? Ha oh, well, oh. do you tell. Now we're on to the on to day, day two. Day two, yes. Yes. Yeah I, yeah, I believe it was Darren. I was wandering around handing it little bottles out of a yes! bag. He came by at lunch and was handing those out and said that... Um, I drank that. His wife for a minute, them. I thought, did I not hear him correctly? And he's handing out hand sanitizer or like uh, essential oil, like something. That was the most shocking combination of flavors i think i've like i really thought for a minute that i had made a possibly life-altering mistake by drinking what was in that bottle <laughs> really? and, That's I, so and funny. i drank um robin's skaven brew and that bottle took me aback yeah that was something else but nonetheless thank you so much Ver i want to say her name's veronica i think darren and veronica just chatted with them oh so briefly the so amazing wonderful people yes so amazing they're all wonderful people. and they might come to northern waste i thought darren was here last year 
No, but she might come oh, from Northern okay. Waste yeah. as well. Yeah. That'd be lovely if they could both get up. Yeah. So that would be amazing. So then day two, I ended up playing against Alex Hayward, who was playing Ogre Maw Tribes. So here I am, experienced with Ogre Maw Tribes. Oh, you played him. I didn't realize you played him back to back. Oh, yes, I did. And it's interesting because somehow, and Dale said this to me as well. He said, Stormcast is a good matchup against Ogre Maw Tribes. And I'm like, really, Dale? Okay. But Dale's right because when I played in the league, I played against Ogre Maw Tribes and I was successful. Well, you got armor. That helps. Yeah. So I played against Alex and we played limited resources and oh, I did I win. I know. I think the thing there was. Um, Alex said he hadn't he hadn't been playing too too long and he hadn't played that mission before, so he'd put too many of his units on the objectives unnecessarily right off the bat. But yeah. Yes, and then I, and I actually it wasn't like I was intending not to take them over, but I just couldn't. So I was low on points in the beginning, but then he couldn't score, and then I was able to go around and um, kill kill the ogres. And I even actually merciless blizzard even went off. Ooh, that doesn't go off very often for me, but <laughs> it did. And it was an amazing game. He was so nice. That was so much fun. And then I had my last game, and it was against Chris Hall, and he was playing Cruel Boys. And apparently his list was similar to one of the top at LVO. I believe it was the army that placed eighth at LVO, yeah. Yeah. Those shooters, shooters. Bolt Boys, shooters, whatever they're up. Fuck those guys. Oh, my goodness. That was a game that was so interesting because we tied, but I didn't get one of my battle tactics. Oh, that's the one you had the minor loss on. Yes. So with my... And we both were kind of, you know, a little unsure what the other person was going to do. So we kind of stayed in our corners a little bit and did some duking out in the the middle. uh, What was the objective? Or what was the... Uh, It was power flux. Okay, yeah. So right off the bat, I was able to score an extra point turn one because I killed a... wizard? Yes. With the blizzard. With my... I killed a wizard with With my Everblaze Comet. Oh, I thought you were going to kill a wizard with the blizzard. No, I wasn't that close. It would have rhymed better, though. Yeah, it would have, but it didn't. (laughs) Anyways, um, so I got an extra point there. And he kept his one of his units close enough that could dispel, and every time it dispels, you take D3 mortal wounds. Oh, yes, the big um, gobsprack. So he kept him within 30 inches of all my wizards, so I couldn't really get um, magical dominance. And so then I did end up trying magical dominance at one point and didn't roll well. I was well. going to say, you didn't get it, did you? No, I didn't. No. That's the that, one I that's didn't get. That's a hard get. army to get magical dominance against. Yeah. But I did get mag- I did get spells off in other turns, but the one I needed to get it off, I didn't. So um, that was the battle tactic I didn't get. But the interesting thing with that game, at the very end, I had to score in order for me to tie the game, like not to win, but just yep. to tie, um, I had to kill a wizard. I had to get my battle tactic of let into the maelstrom and keep one wizard on the objective and hold that objective. Oh, so you just had to get max points. And I did. No small thing. <laughs> so got the comet off. Jeez Louise. Killed the wizard. Turn, that's impressive. Um, got a seven or eight inch charge off my sequiturs because they were my only battle line left. Got my... my my um, Griff Charger was going to get it off anyways because he's got the Lux Stone. The 12-inch Charger. But, of course, he killed the unit of 10. But it was the la- the sequiturs. What did he kill a unit of 10 of? Oh, these little guys. Oh, those little Hobgrats? Yeah. Type. Um, yeah, I think they're Hobgrats. The little wee. Yes. They're Hobgrats, yeah. Yeah. 
and yes, Hobgrot Slitas. Yeah. Yes. And so um, killed those. And then, but my sequiturs, um, only two of them were fighting. So we figured out at the end. First, he thought they were all going to flee, but they didn't break coherency because um, he was plus one hit. So anyways, we figured that out. So I did score max points for that turn. Oof. I don't know how I was able to pull that That'd off. Be a it lot was of pressure to be under. Yeah. And we did tie, but again, I didn't get that one battle tactic. So um, I had a minor loss and he had a minor win. But that minor loss gave me more points. So then that's, that's why... That's what pushed you over the exactly, edge. Exactly, which uh, pushed me over the edge in the top. Twos. Yes, so I was the top of the three twos. Nicely done. How do you feel about that? Oh, really good. The experience you get playing so many different people... Do you have the list of all the people that ran? Um, do you have a list of all the players? I do. Of just uh, like the the roster. Yep. Okay. So, anyways, um, the the games were amazing. Y you get so much good experience by playing against different armies. Like I hadn't played against OBR. You get different combinations of units. Although I thought that the Ogre Maw tribes were kind of similar, but um, it was. It was amazing experience. And yeah, I was quite quite happy with the results. Uh, no, as you should be. That's, uh, that's a phenomenal showing. Uh, I just want to go through quick, um, now that you've got this up. Um, I played Mike Slemon in turn one, who handed me the sweetest loot bag I've ever had. That guy was just a peach. You guys were hooting and hollering and having such a blast because you were close to me while I was playing my first game. Yeah. I actually got to watch you for a bit because, like I said, we started a bit late. But he yeah. was playing a, um, a Skaven list, and and he handed me like cheesy dice and cheeses and a little rat finger puppet and a little rat stuffy. Yes, that was really cute. He had a hell of a grab bag. Yes, he did. Um, and then turn your game two. I played Kevin Hetman Hetmansky with the big wog. Um, yeah, again, I learned about the shooters. I had my Maw Crusher wagogged off the table in a single turn. A virgin Maw Crusher, 18 mortals. Oh, you were running around the whole room talking about that. And then he s did uh, 13 out of 15 to my, um, my piggies, so we almost lifted those as well. Uh, so that was, that was pretty informative yes um lots to learn from there uh game who oh i played max steel uh winner of the coolest name at the tournament award um i played max steel's ogre maw tribes uh and then turn or game for the next day i played oh was it lp or jp LP, I think. Is it LP? So LM, one would think it would come before. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Louis Philippe Suprono. Uh, and it played his cities. Uh, and there I learned all about hubris. So that was. No, I'm good. I got it. Uh, so, yeah, that was my tournament. Excellent. So. It was so much fun. I couldn't wait for the next one. And now, so I've already, so this is what I do after my list. So after Northern Waste, I had um, Karazai and the Chariot and a different list. And they were the only two that were different in that list. 
And then I changed it up for LVO, where I took Quester and the Comet and this list, played it at Cake or Death. And now it was time to change up my list, so I am so excited to play with the Black Talons. Yeah, you've shoved that under my nose, so I gather that's the next thing I need to do. Yes, it is. I'm so excited to start a new list and get practicing, and uh, we get to start Spencer's League soon. And Isn't that next weekend? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I this Good week coming doesn't weekend doesn't have to be painted so yeah exactly so I'm very excited I love Stormcast when's the first day of the uh, league the 25th that is Saturday isn't it no that's Sunday I think hmm. okay anyways it's coming up yeah so you're gonna play your um, whatchamacallits uh, your um, is that Indrastic gonna be in that list no it's just going to be um, Cripborn. It's going to be the Black Talons. So the Black Talons come when you don't play them in an army. If you play them in Stormcast, you take all of them, all five, but they come, they count as single units. Yeah, I, that's really, like I thought they were a regiment through Renown and you couldn't take them in Stormcast, but apparently there you is can. a way that you can. You can, but they still give each other the, the, the benefit. For example, when Neve takes off, she can sh um, run and charge and shoot. Yeah. And so if she goes and she does her battle. Yeah. And she can fight. She can fight and any slain models are removed if there are any. On a two up, like two or higher, yeah, yeah. she gets to go back oh, so it's not to guaranteed. the Black Talons. It's not like Strike and Fade that's guaranteed. You no, it's not guaranteed. It there is a chance it can fail. Um, but again, oh my goodness, can she do stuff. And then yeah, her... It's pretty hard. Yeah, her what, companions... Four, 14 damage? Yeah, she can do 14 damage. She can... Um, so if she is... That's Damon Math, by the way. That's 14 damage. Okay, so... Damon Math may be correct. So anyways, she's got s two inch range, seven attacks, hits on twos, wounds on threes, minus two rend and two damage. However, if she's targeting a hero, an enemy hero, the damage is three. Oh God, that's even worse. Seven attacks, three damage, 21 possibly? Oof. Uh, yes. And rend two? Yes. And so what I was, of course, what I'd want to do is um, her, the other um, Lore that comes in with the Black Talons as well. Yep. Uh, one of her spells I selected was Celestial Blades. So, of course, I'd want uh, Neve to what be able to... Again? Gives you plus one to wound. Oof. So now so you have like a jacked-up Neve Black Talon. Doing three damage, rend two. Mm -hmm. And say Cripborn decides to give her blessed weapons. Now her seven attacks are... Sixes are Sixes two hits explode. each. Yes. So that didn't sound like a lot of fun. Oh, it sounds like a lot of fun for me. I'm so, but then the comet has to go. So there will be no comet in that list. Um, it'll just be. How much work did the comet do in the tournament for you? Oh, it was good. It didn't always do the most damage with some units, but oh my gosh, it did enough that it wounded enough heroes. So, for example, in my last game. I was going to say, how much did it do against the um, Cruel Boys? It killed a wizard, and it did enough damage to a wizard that I could, I, I killed it at the end, and that could have even been a battle tactic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm yeah. I'm trying to cast because that it had be because if you too. have, if you have several heroes, 
and they've all taken wounds. You can't keep healing every single hero every turn. Yeah, no, you can't. And so he had to choose who he was healing, and there was one that had four wounds. So That's why that giant yeah. AOE is so, so sweet. Yeah. Not as sweet as doing 18 wounds to a Maw Crusher, but still pretty sweet. Yes. So on the whole? So on the whole. You going to um, go back? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sweet, sweet turn. Yes. And I'm I really kind of excited to make a display board. And I don't know how this happened, but I had to, I had to display my army for painting. And I thought you couldn't display your army for painting if you didn't paint it. But a lot of people don't always paint their own army. And you can still... I mean, y yeah. Um, you can still get, you know, people vote for you. And I mean... If you hire an artist, uh, mind you, the guy that hired the Sistine Chapel to be painted doesn't get the credit for the Sistine Chapel. I guess Da Vinci does. So, uh, you know, the, the patron doesn't always get the credit. But uh, Well, the person who may win something can give the patron some credit. Yeah. Yes. But it just made me think that, you know, at least I had some parts to do with my army where you know I oh did the yeah bases. no yeah you yes. absolutely flocked the yeah. shit out of those bases that's and all you and all my day. aventus all flock. my aventus looks so amazing with his base right now that i want to take him and display him around everywhere uh aventus oh because you put the blue on there too now didn't you? oh yes and his wings are he, blue with yeah, that's a nice purple. Match. yes absolutely Sean so anyways so i'm so excited i feel inspired to Make a display board after seeing all those amazing display boards. And the nice thing about um, Cake or Death is that uh, you could always just chuck in the back of one of the guys who drive down. Like, there are people driving down to that, so you could ask really nice. And But I thought um, Des had a really ingenious solution. He had just a little rollout um, neoprene mat and then a fold-out board that he dropped behind it. Like but it, it wasn't fit his army so beautifully. And he is looking for a castle. But it... I mean, he won judge, um, judge's favorite. So there's, there were people with like really elaborate, well done boards. Um, but that just goes to show that a, uh, you can do a fairly modest setup uh, and still present your army really, really well. So, um, you know, but do a nice game mat, maybe a custom neoprene printed game mat that you can just roll out, drop in a tube, yeah. and then like his board backdrop i think literally just folded up an accordion then boop, there it went yep. it was beautiful yeah. um yes and they used ricky's um battle mats for all oh the tables yeah. which are so amazing the one we've been going on and on about for so long and it was so neat to see the different prints available like we've yes got the different colors kind of a grayish one but then there was a sort a of green a one blue, sorry like a soft green and then a lava and then a winter and i thought there was one more different there was themes. Maybe five different themes yeah yeah, they. I didn't realize they were so. And cool. the train was amazing. It was just so amazing. Yeah, three D printing has just changed the face of like yeah. tables look so much better now that people are making foam core barns for everything. Yeah, I got um, another mustache dice from Carson. Oh I yeah. even got a three inch widget from um, Alex, and it actually was really cool because it showed you the order of operations on there. Like first is the hero phase. Oh, that's like it was cool. so cool. People are just making the coolest things now. Absolutely. I got. Uh, did I mention I got a cheese dice from Mike? No, really. It, yeah, all that. It looked like 
oh, I don't know, a cheese with bubbles in it, but you know that sort of thing. Oh, that's and so cool. And they got little numbers on it. Yeah. So, so our buddies, so our buddies that went with us, so um, Grayson, Des, Conan, Robin, and Daryl, Justin. Justin. Yeah. Yeah, we had a whole crew down there. There were eight of us total. It was so much fun. And then all of the the winners of the um, of Justin's trophies. Oh yeah, because he did the golden treatment. Yes, the golden treatment. There were so many prizes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So uh, I think we've talked about the golden treatment in the past. Uh, This is something Justin kind of dreamed up for last summer's event, Um, and I think it was popular enough uh, that he's taking it on the show, much like. the way I took the Ben Bodkin on the show or on the road. Um, and it's kind of his thing. And I think that's really cool. Like it was really neat to bring my little sub event to other people's events and sort of get this synergy. Uh, and that's what Justin's doing is taking his really neat novel idea with a ton of prize support, ton of, you know, it's a PG thing cause it's got Mr. PG. It's like the, it's really cool uh, icon. Um, what do you call that? So I might be able to enter the treeman at El, um, at Northern Waste. Yeah, so start painting. But I don't have to paint. You could just em- en- enter a base. Okay, so here's the question. Do I have to, can I only enter something that I have fully painted and did the only base? You should. So just paint a, a little griff hound lost amongst a beautiful base. Hmm. Like, do it at Killer Base and call it a diorama. Like, you, you, oh, you, yes. You've got the scenery components, the basing components down pat. Yeah, I do. I can make a beautiful scenery. So then work scenery. slowly, yeah. Yeah. Do it at okay. a diorama. Actually, you know what I might paint are those two models that uh, Matt got me for Christmas. Oh, shit. How did we get this far already? Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those custom um, Stormcast guys. All right. Yes. So okay. time to announce. All right. So uh, now where did I put this? Photos right there. So we, uh, to celebrate one year of podcasting, said uh, we asked listeners to submit um, their favorite episode and why. And we had a fantastic response. I want to thank everybody who wrote in. And we read them. shared their experience with us. And loved them all. I wish everyone, everyone is a winner. Uh, we, um, <laughs> we're reading them in the airport just before we go down. We went down and uh, rereading them. And laughing and giggling and thinking about the various episodes. Um, but just like the Highlander, there can only be one. And it wasn't easy. We spent... The prize is for one. Uh, yes. We spent like 20 minutes going back and forth about which one we thought really sort of resonated with us. Uh, and the winner is... Can I get a drum roll? Um, how do I do a drum roll? da 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 dum or something? Okay. No. Uh, the winner <laughs> is Rob E. Oh, my stupid phone. Uh, for his, uh, for the, his favorite episode was the coverage of the Beast of Chaos, um, belt, uh, um, episode. It was the, the, his, the statement that he's never been more invested in a game that he had nothing to do with. That made me laugh. Yeah, that and made I us loved both it. really laugh. Um, and it brought back all the memories of making the video, the Thunder video for the belt match, and then having the belt match against David and having the beast, fig- you know, having, yeah. I figured out the cow. All the hype and, and everything that led up to that. That was such an amazing time. 
And yeah, it just, it made me laugh when I heard that, that he was so invested in and something he didn't have anything to do with. And that was that something was awesome. that I really uh, took from reading, uh, reading everybody's comments was that um, people really liked hearing about hyping the community events, talking about uh, what's coming. Um, a lot of people like the Slaver of Ways. Uh, that was really popular. Um, people really appreciated just how uh, invested everybody got in, sending all the voice videos in. Uh, so we're going to look for opportunities to do some more of that in the next year because clearly um, it struck a chord with people. So we want to give the folks what they like. And we love it. I want to play this le Spencer's League. Then we're going to be doing some team tournaments. And then I want to do another Path to Glory. And I just love... The possibilities are endless. I love Warhammer Age of Sigmar. So we don't know who Robbie is. Um, so Rob E, um, although you've commented with a couple, send me a, a private message, DM me, um, whatever the cool kids are talking about these days, shoot us a message. Um, I'll tell you how to figure out your shirt size and you will be the first recipient of the Dudes of Sigmar Mark II jersey. Dudes of Sigmar 2.0. Awesome. Well, um, thank you very much for listening uh, to us cover the cake or death. I want to thank again, Dale, um, wonderful host Absolutely. for putting it on. T.O. is such a, it's a it's tough a job because everybody's sitting there playing and having fun and you're just wandering around trying to like make sure everybody's having a good time. I can't thank you and all the tournament organizers out there enough. Thank you for not playing for a weekend so that so many other people can. And oh, thank you so much. Um, thank you for the, the Warped Ice crowd for putting on a great show for hosting us for being wonderful people um we uh carson sent us or posted on twitter a picture of one of the dudes of sigmar cups in action this morning and i just <laughs> love seeing that oh my gosh and kenrick wearing the dudes of sigmar yeah kenrick wearing yes. the shirt um, and roman is just always so sweet and i just love seeing people repping the bling and somebody talked about trying to get everybody together holding all the swag in one photo and i think maybe for the next event that's something to do is get everybody with their co coffee cups all together in one picture and just take a big shot of all yes. the dude swag being wrapped. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So much fun. Thank you so much, Dale. Thank you so much to, um, you know, to the Warp Dice group. And it was such an amazing event. And I, I can't wait until next year's event. If you see tickets, if you live in the Pacific Northwest or um, pretty much anywhere in Western Canada, uh, put that one on the map for next this time next year. They are always sold out, so they're gonna. Well, he's gonna add some tables next year, so oh it might be up wow, to oh my goodness, all right. And it was a golden ticket event too. Yes. So yeah, um, two people got it? the golden um, ticket. It was Alex and who else got the golden ticket? Eric, or sorry, Eric and uh, Matthias already had one. Yeah, I'm not sure who the second person was. Mm, anyways, there were two golden tickets. Yep, yep. Uh, amazing. Yeah, Eric got one of them, so. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you to our wonderful dear listeners and um, Stormcast performed well again. So yeah. so don't give up on it. It's out there. Don't give up. It's played to the end. Those are the tips I can give. Dudes of Sigmar, in and out. And so it was that the dudes would continue their journey through the mortal realms, forging ahead with a passion for the next great story. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, dudes.